episode 20, everybody. It's episode 20. Can you even believe it? We made it. We made it to 20 episodes of Fridays with Vinny. 20 Fridays. 20 Fridays ago I started that. Well, 21 actually. I think I only missed. Did I miss? I think I might miss two. So 22 Fridays ago. When was the first episode released? Let's see. Uh, YouTube. Help me, YouTube. YouTube. Oh my gosh. I'm glad we're all so prepared today. So anyway, today is Friday, September 10th. One more day till 9-11. 9-11. Honestly, I've been thinking about it, guys. And, uh, yeah, screw that tower. Everyone else is, like, sad about the tower. I'm actually glad the tower is gone. Because, honestly, like, what did that tower ever do for anybody? And, and now the tower... Fell down, killed a bunch of people, and we're supposed to feel bad about the tower? Nah. That tower sucked. Couldn't even take a little little old plane, couple planes flying into it. And just catch it around fire. It's a little pussy tower. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call committing to the bit, everybody. You gotta commit. Even though it's gonna upset literally everybody over the age of... 20 That was basically when was that that was yeah, that was a little over 20 years ago So shout out to towers everywhere You just you just be like Elton John. You're still standing <laughs> It's like ah, oh, look at those <laughs> Look at the twin towers the pussies all these other towers still standing. What's its excuse? <laughs> oh Oh, sorry if it annoys people with me drinking on the podcast. But I have had a day, guys, and um, I think we got a full episode today. Because I got a lot I want to talk about. In fact, I even had, a, believe it or not, we have a suggested um, topic for this podcast. But before we get into that, um, I wanted to uh, say, how's your week been? Hope you're doing good. Glad you finally made the Friday. Hope y'all are doing well. I am. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I am beat. I am. I am just very beat. It was very nice having the four-day weekend last week. What with uh, what with Labor Day, but man, by Monday I was just fatigued. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, guys. Gonna be 100% honest. I feel like I might be. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna ch come as a shock to nobody, but I feel like I, maybe I push myself too much. <laughs> but seriously, uh, it's so annoying. Just like, okay, I have four days off. I need to take advantage of it, and so then I then I proceed to uh, wear myself out. But good news is, uh, I got everything taken care of for the new single, so that's done. And I it was I got um I got demos recorded for the EP. I got Joe to come over and we recorded drums for everything. So everything's re everything is ready for me to really just finish up production on. Um, I'm excited to get into that. Oh, haven't had time to do it. Because this morning, I poured a driveway. And I'm going to be honest, it looks good, but the edge doesn't look great. Uh, I don't know. Well, see what we tried to do. Because the, the house I'm in already had the driveway poured. But they had room at the curb. Like they had... They didn't have just the curb, and then, you know, you have your little, when you when they b build their curbs, they made them extra wide. So I was like, well, I can make the driveway wider to match the curb. 
uh, so that, you know, we have a nice two-car driveway at least, even though we only have a one-car garage. So I did that. But I tried to match what they did with their edges, where they had like eight inches of it was smooth and the rest had like this brush finish. And the brush finish looks great. Uh, smooth part doesn't look fabulous. I think the main problem was we were on a hill. We were trying to pour the concrete on the hill. And so your, your, kind of your, your rocks stayed up higher on the hill, but then all your, um, your I don't know what they call it, sand, I guess, your sandy kind of stuff tend to flow to the bottom. So towards the bottom, there's not that many rocks, but up higher there's a lot of rocks, and so we're trying to smooth it out. There was just, you couldn't get the rocks to stay down because that was basically all it was. All right, so yeah, that um, that wasn't, uh, wasn't as, didn't go as well as I hoped it would. I, I'm not gonna complain too much because I got it done. Finally making some progress. Oh, the other thing I've messed up on. Oh, this I, I was trying to do the line for to figure out the edge of my property to do the the uh, retaining wall back behind my house, and um, I, I completely like up in the front for some reason I, I ended up on the other side of where I thought there's, there's like this electric box and I thought oh it's you know it's our edge of our property is right at this electrical box no, it's in between the electrical box, and um these uh these kind of data point thingies for communication wires they stick out by the ground is what i'm saying so what i, I was basically i've got to move over a little bit fortunately i was i i went up the way i pulled when i pulled my string the um back was proper so by the time you get to the front yard it was three feet off you move it three feet over you've really only got to go over half a foot where the back wall is so not a huge deal not a huge deal um but it's just a pain because that means that's something else I have to do before I can really get going on the backyard and getting a yard done. And and Jenna's getting tired of only having dirt in her yard. And I'm like, I know, but I'm a lazy bastard. Oh, speaking of how much I hate myself, I did a real oopsie with last week's podcast episode. So, um, uh, basically... I've been meaning I've been meaning to get this podcast shared on Facebook more because I'm you know I want stuff on the Facebook page for promoting music that way when people go there they're like oh this guy does stuff every single week look he's got a lot of content makes you look professional when people go there there's stuff to see not that people go there very often but just in case you never know um, it's just a good practice to have when you're trying to promote something you're doing um, so I was just like well I'll I'll put the I'll like let me just auto share the podcast this week. Let me just auto share it to Facebook. So I turned it on. But uh like a dummy. I didn't think that maybe oh hey, you just connect your Facebook account. You reckon you ought to check where it's gonna share it at? But no, I already connected it and so I just assumed. I think what happened is when I connected it, it showed me all my pages. I clicked my Vinnie Hart page and so I deselected it. And so basically, it posted it onto every single Facebook page that I'm an admin of, which normally wouldn't be a big deal because most of those pages have like, you know, five likes. There was one for our farm, which I, you know, I really just need to delete because it's not a thing anymore because I was back in Illinois. We don't do that anymore, and I'm not really involved in it anyway. Uh, um, my parents' farm, that is. Uh, but then, and then there's one for my dad's business that my mom started, and for some reason I'm an admin on. Um, which I deleted on all those pretty quick. But what I didn't realize was something I could even post on was back back in, in my when I 
wrote for religious blogs uh there is a uh there's a guy uh he runs like a he 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 now just runs a regular like you know kind of youth ministry kind of thingy uh he's studying to be a pastor i believe um but um yeah his page he's does he does a lot with it so that's why it sucked that all of a sudden here's his podcast and of all the episodes to share it was one where the first thing i did was talk about how annoyed i am with anti-science people and uh how uh i think i said fuck like within the first 50 seconds and you guys know how much i love to say fuck <laughs> and so it's just like really really that's the episode that gets shared it couldn't have been like the sweet one where i had joe on we argued about trans rights and then i proceeded to talk about how <laughs> how helpful it was whenever people encouraged me to uh to pursue music and how because of that i know how much it means to other people and so i do my best to encourage them to pursue their artistic stuff even when work is bringing them down could have been that episode couldn't be me uh so instead it's just i ended up texting the guy because i was just like dude i'm so sorry and he's like no problem dude i took you off as an admin and uh what because when i got the email that's when i found out it was like you've been taken off as an admin i was like oh fuck me god damn it because that's the thing you know i'm not ashamed of anything i do on the podcast but also, I don't want to go out of my way to expose people to it, you know? Because really, this is all about just me giving myself therapy, you know? <laughs> this is what I do to avoid going to see a therapist. This is what I do instead of medication. I just do this while drinking lager tops, which are incidentally not my favorite thing in the world, it turns out. I love shandies. I love lemon shandies. So I figured this would be very similar. But, um, yeah, not quite. I turned, I think, a shandy, what is a shandy? A shandy is like lemon soda, like half lemon soda, half, half, uh, let's see what this recipe says. Uh, a water, why water down your beer? Two reasons. It tastes great and it's low alcohol drink, which makes it more hydrating in warm weather. That's why those shandies were so good. I wonder I like them so much. That's like that's like the perfect combination. A refreshing beer with lemonade. I think it's actually let's see here. Um a traditional shandy uh uses ginger beer or ginger ale. Uh in Britain today if you order one at a bar you'll likely get beer mixed with lemon or lime soda. Um Yeah, so you can use lager for that, but it's like fifty fifty and it's usually lemon lime soda. Um I wonder if I could accomplish the same thing with like a lager, like 50% lager, and then like mix club soda with lemonade. That could work, right? I mean, that's essentially what a uh, Tom Collins is. I want to make a drink called the Phil Collins. <laughs> it's just a it's just a Tom Collins, but with extra drums. <laughs> the Phil Collins. Like a Tom Collins, but you'll divorce your wife a lot afterwards. Uh, so, yeah. That was a big oopsie on my part. I felt very dumb. And, of course, that was... I believe that that was on Friday, of course, because it's Friday's with Vinny. So, um, I was quite ashamed of myself and proceeded to feel anxiety 
the whole rest of the weekend because of it. So yeah, that's what it's like inside my brain. I make an honest mistake and I overthink it until it's the worst thing ever. Um, yeah. Sucks to be me. <laughs> Just text a guy and be like, Thought I me, baby. As Bob Dylan would say, it ain't me, babe. It ain't me. Alright. Um. Oh, well, I was asking about the first episode. It was posted on April 9th. 2021. So, that means April, May, June, July, August, September. We're five months. So, we're coming we're coming up on half a year now. I wanted to start this earlier in the year, but I have a vendetta against, like, I have a thing about projects I start that are, like, early in the year. Because early in the year, you're all gung-ho. You're like, it's a new year, new me. I just had a week off for Christmas. Now I can take on the world. It's like, no, you fucking can't. You're going back to work. Your 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 basement's gonna still be unfinished. You can't take on new projects. So like a smart smart boy, I didn't uh, I didn't take it on too early in the year, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, did not regret that whatsoever because um, yeah, uh, that would have sucked because I'm sure it would have overwhelmed me. I would have quit much sooner. But as it is, I feel like I really enjoy doing this. Um, of course, I'm I'm still gonna. I think what I'm gonna do. I'm going to keep trying to do, like, shorter episodes of Fridays with Vinny. That way I don't get tired of it. If I have, like, a full episode, then I'll keep going. But as it is, it's just like, let me just, let me not push myself past 30 minutes. Maybe not, maybe not even, like, push myself. Because, like, once I get to, once I get to 20, that's really enough of an episode of a guy talking about himself. Complaining about shit for 30 minutes. <laughs> Nobody wants that in their lives. Apparently some people do because some of you guys have been listening and I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking I'll just keep doing this podcast is like this is my uh, this is my ongoing like regular weekly project and then the new podcast I'm wanting to start um, is going to be kind of a more traditional podcast. It's going to be more produced, so I'm going to release fewer episodes, but I really think that you guys are going to like it a lot. I'm excited about it. I need to contact people to see about getting them on so I can actually record a few episodes and uh, see about workshopping it. So anyway, yeah, that's a random update on that. And of course, music. Music is going fabulous. I feel like I'm making a lot of progress. I feel like maybe I'll actually be able to release stuff this time. I need to film a music video for the new single. But aside from that, everything's going great. Uh, So let's move on. Let's move on, folks. To a segment I haven't done in a long time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Speaking of mail time. Did you guys see that thing for Blue's Clues with Steve talking about how much he missed us? Dude, that hit me hard. What the hell? That, that, of course, that show meant a lot to me as a kid. Like, I loved it. When steve went away, I was like, no, they replaced. I was old enough at that point, though. Somehow that it was just like my first thought is like oh stupid executives and of course I I, I immediately heard you know later on that whole uh, theory about well actually Steve got cancer and so they had to replace him on the show and now he's dead but nope Steve is <laughs> alive and well and they did a fun social media thing with all three of them for Nick for Nick Jr. and honestly oh brings back memories dude brings back memories. And uh, let me just say, I miss Face, <laughs> the host of Nick Jr. back in the day. Face, 
the most basic character ever, but he was the best host ever. It's like, bring back face, please. You brought back Steve. All right, anyway, mail time. Mail time, everybody. Mail time is the uh, part of the show where I read comments, questions, and anything else you guys submit to me via literally anywhere. There are so many ways you can contact me. I'm not like these big singers. I'm not off in my own corner, not doing it. No, you can, you can, uh, <laughs> you can find me anywhere. So yeah, you literally just like reply to the comment for to rep- leave a comment on a YouTube one of the YouTube videos for the podcast. Uh, reply to one of the podcast tweets on Twitter, uh, just so I know what it's for. You can even at me and just hashtag podcast or hashtag Fridays with Vinny. Um, or if you are the type that likes to send old-fashioned emails, you can uh, you can email me at contact at vinnyharned.com, which is an address that I need to check. I did check it last week, so it's all really good. But let me just double-check it while I am uh, reading this. So, 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 um, yeah. Today, guys, the reason we're bringing this back is because... I, uh, I recently got a comment on one of the, um, on the, um, freaking, oh, one of the recent episodes from Aiden Carlton is where this week's, this week's, um, question, well, com- I guess topic comes from. Um, I'm going to just read the whole comment. Um, I'm trying to remember, because he left a similar comment a while back, and I would just like to say, dude, I don't know if I mentioned it at the time. But that meant a lot to me. Basically, um, he was he was saying that like you know, he was he was saying how impressed he was about me being able to uh, challenge so many of the deepest held beliefs that I had growing up, and uh, and honestly, that meant a lot because um, yeah, not a lot of people are a fan of that. <laughs> uh, anyway, here we go. Aiden Carlton, I like you. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Vinny, I first came across your work when you were doing your creation science podcast. As an astronomer and atheist, I found some of your conversations frustrating. I've checked in through the last few years to see how your opinions develop, and I have to say that it's really encouraging that someone like yourself can challenge your beliefs and think critically. I would be really interested to hear about how your changing views have impacted your personal life and relationships. I get the feeling it has been a struggle. Anyway, keep challenging your deepest held beliefs and keep up the good work. Thank you, Aiden. <laughs> It always, anytime, like, everyone's been super cool about, like, you know, because, because obviously Homeschooled Nerd had a very Christian fan base, um, and I love you all, you are all fabulous people, and I, you know, that was the hardest part about (laughs) becoming an atheist, was learning how to, um, approach these people that, uh, previously, I had, um, you know, I felt like I was letting down. I felt like I was letting down. I was letting down the old school nerds. Um, but they've you. You all have been really cool. You all have been really cool about it, and uh, you've been good about calling me out when I said stupid stuff, because I still do that a lot. Um, but anyway, um, give me a sec. Uh, okay. Um. I was thinking, I forgot what I was thinking about. Um, yeah, um, I'm just want to touch on some parts of that comment at 
for a bit. Yeah, creation astronomy now is wild. Actually, is it still up? I think it is. Yeah, here it is. What's still on there? There's an interview with Eric Hoven. Good times. Oh, there's our VBS science experiment from five years ago. 75% <laughs> like rate. Uh, interview with Eric Hoven has... Oh, my God. 400 views with 40% like to dislike ratio. They did not like me. And honestly, I can't blame them. All right. How are there no comments? What the hey hey? Fringe reviews and nobody wanted to tell me how dumb I am. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, so yeah, there's the entirety of. Oh my god, look how young I am. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no wonder I stopped showing my face. Oh gosh. All right. Oh, baby Vinny. What a sweet face. What a sweet, sweet face. Rosie, chill out. Chill out, Rosie. Chill out. Um, yeah, yeah. So needless to say, <laughs> that was an interesting time. Do any of these have, like, fun comments? Come on. No comments. I want people to be mad at me. Gosh, I forgot how many people I interviewed. What about... I mean, I'm, my gosh. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's some fun comments on the interview with Dr. Danny Faulkner. That guy was really nice. Like, it, it sucks that he's so smart. But, like... This is, like, what he's... This is how he's chosen to teach science. I don't know. Like, love you, man. Don't go changing. I mean, maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Like, you know, uh, it's just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta talk about his theory about distant starlight, because essentially what it was was he said, um, he he was he was saying like, um, uh. It was like a tree growing, so it just matured on its own. So it was like watching a tree grow in f fast motion. And his his whole workaround of the whole thing, where like you know, well, there's stars that have blown up. So did did God just like create the stars, and as they're forming, some of them blew up, and he was like, oh oh no, oh that's gonna freak people out in about a thousand years. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't is a deal does it technically explain it kind of but like what kind like what kind of way what kind of way to do science is that which is like well must have done something different i don't know man he must just i guess he just changed it <laughs> didn't work out he was like oh my god i made oh my me i made my universe too big i better I better speed up Starlight for a split second so that they can have some stars at Earth. <laughs> and why do you, why do you, why do you stop it? You know, a million year, million light years. I mean, it's obviously not a million light years. How far? Here we go. How far is the farthest star 
we can see. That we can see. Uh, the most distant individual star visible to the unaided eye is a little over 4,000 light years away. What? The mo what? That can't be right. What the hell? The closest star is <laughs> it's more than 4,000 light years away. That can't be right. That ain't right. That ain't right. What? Oh, this has nothing to do with anything. Okay. To the nearest star. How far does the nearest star? 4.246 light years. Really? That seems... That seems close. How far to the... Farthest star... Farthest known star, maybe? 13.4 billion light years. Oh, right, because we can see them because they're in clusters. They're in clusters. So a lot. Of, so we can't see individual stars with our naked eye. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, I know most of these stars are a lot further than that. But no. Yeah, they're, a lot of them are galaxies, which are several million miles away. How far? Is the Andromeda galaxy really only for... How far... To Andromeda Galaxy. 2.537 million light years away. Okay, so that's what threw me off. Because there are stars in our solar system, or our, in our not solar system, in our galaxy, which are pretty close. But yeah, why stop it? 2.73 million light years away! Yeah, how many. What, what, what did I say the farthest one? Um. Hang on. How far to Andromeda Galaxy is 2.573 million. How far to the farthest known galaxy? Here we go. Galaxy. Type it in. 13.4 billion light years. Cool. Wow. That is a ways away. So, yeah. that It's just like, at that point, it's just hang up your science coat and walk away, right? Because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Like, you know, I say, well, what about this? It's like, well, you know, God did it. He just made it look old, that's all. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to go off on that. That was not at all what the comment was about. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, so he was asking... Oh, he's saying I would really be interested in hearing about how your changing views have impacted your personal life and relationships. By the way, <laughs> I would just like to point out this comment seems like a comment I would leave for myself secretly and being like, yeah, this this comment is, is, is by me. Because it's like exactly what I would write if I, uh, it's exactly what I would want somebody to write, you know. Um, hey, I saw you being stupid, but now you're less stupid. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh... Nah, I'm still stupid, guys. I'm proud of it. I'm not actually proud of it, but I'm owning it. Owning it, baby. So, yeah. Personal life and relationships. It's, yeah, you're you're exactly right, dude. It's not easy. It's, especially at first, dude. Because, like, I know that, like, a long, for a long time, part of the reason that I quit doing creation science stuff was because the more I studied science, the more I realized 
we weren't doing it. You know, we were just, all we were doing is trying to explain away our ideas of how the universe worked. And this, that's just, it's not how real science works. You don't start with a conclusion and then have to figure out why the world works this way. It's like, well, I guess this must have been, or this must have been. I know this must have been. I get you figure out all these explanations. Good on you, man. Good on you. But, gosh dang, it's boring. My God. It's, it's like, is that, is that really all you enjoy science for? Because it seems like all these... This is just a way for kids that love science to stay Christian. And I'm happy for them. But like, I don't know. It's like, maybe, maybe don't use it to then go about questioning everything about science. Because like, well, if they're wrong about evolution, then they're wrong about vaccines. And they're wrong about this and that. Never the other. Now we're, now we're in a never-ending pandemic because there is a Delta variant. You know... So yeah, for a while there, this is, um, I don't know if I ever talked to him about this, but, um, for a while there, I just kind of stopped asking questions, if that makes sense. And I'm sure that many Christians can attest to this. Um, and I regret that. I regret that a lot because that's, that's not the way my brain works, you know? So, you know, it's like. I, I basically just had to turn off my brain for a year and a half. And, you know, that that objectively was easier. Essentially, the reason was is because I knew that, you know, Jan and I couldn't be together. Like, And I even, I even, like, when I realized that I didn't really believe in the church, like, I wasn't sure about God at that point. I was just like, well, I mean, God probably exists, right? He probably exists. Um, and even now, I could understand that point of view 100%. Like, when you look at the universe, I don't blame you for thinking there must be a God. Not at all. I, I don't think there is, you know? And it's 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 purely speculation. Because obviously, I can't prove my point of view. And everyone's going to say the burden of proof is on me, but it's not. Because, like, <laughs> there we go. that's the thing, right? Is anytime you argue with a creationist about, like, you know, they immediately go to, like, trying to prove that a God exists. And then you give them any room, they'll jump right to Jesus. Right? And I, I, I don't, I don't get that. Like, how do you think that you can just make that leap? You're not, you're not arguing for your faith. You're arguing for just faith in general. And it's it's just it's not a thing I'm a fan of, and so um, yeah, I ended up I actually ended up telling Janet that like I didn't believe in the church or I didn't I forget how I worded it because I was very I I was scared of of um, I was scared of losing her. I mean I was scared of losing the relationship because you know obviously it was the first one I ever had. Um, objectively yes I should have been more afraid of um, being dishonest, but. We err on the side of love, typically, um, and I don't think I don't think many people in the world could blame me for that, to be honest. Um, and like I said, I regret, I regret after that point because essentially, essentially, she's just like, well, you know, that's a thing we can work together through. That's a thing, you know, 
if we could find a different church or you know maybe stop going like you know that doesn't mean you can't like you can't be a christian and she was absolutely right but at the same time i should have known that wasn't where it was going to end and to be honest if if silas had been born a few years later i probably would still be in that state but it's it's hard to say, right? Because maybe the, the 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 disillusion would have worn out, and I would have been like, "This is fucking bullshit." Uh, but it, it basically, when Silas was was, I I had like slipping, slipping, slipping doubts, slipping in all the time, constantly. You know, I started studying philosophy, learned about all these other ways of thinking, and realized that a lot of that made a lot more sense. You know, I started learning more about science. And every time, you know, and about human rights and realizing that my group wasn't always on the right side of history. You know, I'm not saying they're always wrong. I'm not saying there aren't some points. We can talk about that later. <laughs> but the point being was just like, I realized how wrong I was with so many things. And realizing you're wrong is scary. You know, like see, seeing those things. And like, I think, I think also like, Things like prayer were a big thing where it's just like, well, wh wh why why do we need to pray? Like, if God's, is God's will not going to be done? Am I somehow going to skew his mind? Like, hey, you know, I know, uh, I know shit's going down in Afghanistan, but my dog is having surgery and I could really use your help with this. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that was definitely a big one. Um, trying to think what other stuff there was. Uh, oh, tithing was definitely a big thing just because, you know, wow, God needs, he needs money real bad. Like he sees you when you're jacking it, but oh my God, he can't do anything about this money problem. Uh, and that's the thing, right? There are plenty of arguments against everything I'm saying. And we could go round and round, and believe me, I would love to. But um, the bottom line ended up being when when I found out when I, when when I found out we were gonna have a baby, when I was gonna be a parent, basically, that was just like it, it brought me right back to reality. It was like this isn't this isn't gonna be on you anymore. You know, people talk about you know religion and like, hey, you gotta be a strong Christian father, and I. I I knew I couldn't be that if I was just not letting myself be honest. In fact, I didn't, I don't, I don't think I could have been a, I don't think I could be a father at all. Like, honestly, if I wasn't honest with myself, right? Because like, so many dads, just, especially those military fathers, they want to believe they're all that. And, uh... That's why so many of us are in therapy. So, um, so after that point, that was when I decided to really start digging. And so, of course, I read Richard Dawkins' The God Delusion was the first stop because I've been wanting to read that for a while. Because I figured, hey, let me find out what this book's all about. So I did. Um, then after that was God is Not Great by, what's the guy's name? Uh, Christopher Hitchens. He's a fabulous author. It it sucks he's not with us anymore. But at the same time, 
he probably would have been transphobic. And then that would have been a whole thing that we have to deal with and be like, well, how do we justify this with this? We can't, we can't have somebody that we disagree with and agree with at the same time. That's too confusing. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's why I have such a issue still with like far leftist Twitter. Because it's just like so many of these young people have never had to question their beliefs and never had to come from one side of the aisle to the other. So they just think everything is black and white still. And that black and white thinking was kind of what I came out of. Where it was just like, you know, everything had to be one way or the other. And so getting into the real world and realizing that it wasn't like that. Like there wasn't, you know, these, the Christians were always right. And everyone in the world just was, was bad. You know, I started working with people that were, you know, not, um, not saved. And it realized that, hey, I like some of these guys better than the ones that are Christians. Um, and that's the thing. The, uh, the, 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 um, it doesn't mean just because a group is bad doesn't mean that what they believe is wrong. I'm not trying to make that argument. You know, I, I spent a long time just in my own brain about this stuff. So at this point, it's I. It's not pointless to argue because I do my best to keep an open mind. Yeah, I sometimes wonder like what it, like if it would be possible for me to like become religious again. Like it doesn't seem impossible, but it it would have to be really convincing arguments and maybe some sort of evidence. I don't I don't know. It's it's hard because that's the whole point of faith, right? The whole point of blind faith is that you believe it without evidence and uh as bob dylan said that ain't me babe that ain't me babe um but yeah trying to think like because i never i never came out to my family per se is more just like they slowly realized that i wasn't into it anymore eventually my dad just ended up asking me the way he asked me to was not in a way inducing of honesty. I will be honest uh, because it was just like, you're not, you're not, you're not, you don't not believe in God anymore, do you? It's like, what am I, what am I supposed to say to that? I understand. I understand why people were like that because um, I had a good friend. He, uh, we were talking about that and he kind of had the same kind of line of questioning was like you're not you know going full off the deep end are you it's like what, what am i because it sets you up to say no no it it because it, it, that kind of worrying makes it sound like you're gonna be in big trouble if you are it's like you're not thinking about going that way are you no sir please um, but that's the thing, right? It, it took, it, it always takes time. And I am, despite the fact that it would have been healthier for relationships and everything to just be upfront to begin with, I am grateful that I never had to have that coming out conversation because as it was, it was just kind of gradual and eventually, it's just like everyone knows, oh, yeah, Vinny, 
Vinny doesn't believe that stuff. We'll make fun of him for it subtly. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Jana's been cool about everything. And I know it's... I know it sucks. And I... I don't know any other way about it. Because, yes, I should've... I should've... Freaking... Three... 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 Years ago? Been honest and upfront with myself, first of all. And then other people... And then this would have never, I would have never gotten to this point, right? But at the same time, you know, look at, look at all we've accomplished now. I don't, I don't know. That's the thing, right? Um, it wasn't like there was any kind of like A or B decision. Things just happened and then escalated. One thing led to another. But at this point, at this point, for the most part, it's just it's it's a don't ask don't tell kind of situation. Even though everybody knows, um, I make it a point not to talk about it, and um, it it definitely feels alienating to be around either of our families. And it's just like I'm the black duck, and everyone else is talking about how much they hate the gays. Can you believe those gays are taking our bathrooms? And, um, the, the worst thing is like, <laughs> Joe, he has no, he has, he has, he has no fear whatsoever. So he'll just, we, <laughs> at, I think it was at Thanksgiving of all things. He just straight up, because we were talking about, um, freaking, uh, what was her name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Talking about Caitlyn Jenner running for governor and how she was, even though, I wish I knew this at the time, I would have said it, I would have told them this. But even though she took part in transports as a woman, in women's sports, uh, even though she did that, she all of a sudden is like, when I'm governor, I'm going to get these trans kids out of sports and school. It's like, really? <laughs> oh, what a hypocrite. Hypocrite. And you know it's just going to give, it's going to give right wing, far right people, well, all right wing people opportunity to be like well we don't we're not anti-trans people look we got one of them amongst us it's like yeah and she's not doing anything for for anyone she's just using this as an opportunity to promote herself and probably probably make some money i don't know i don't know how these people's brain work i think they just see an opportunity they take it because why is california like that it's just like <laughs> <laughs> they have the worst governors, and then when we get a Republican, some movie star decides to come in and go for governor. Or worse, a, movie, a, or worse, a reality TV star decides just to go straight for, <laughs> straight for the presidency. Like, gosh dang it. <laughs> What's up with all these movie star Republicans? I'm not saying you can't get into politics, but maybe start a little lower on the ladder, you know? Like, you're not going to have a hard time climbing up the ladder, but maybe, like, learn how politics work. I'm not saying politicians have to be smart. I'm just, you know, clearly they don't. It'd be nice if they knew something about running a country, or at least a small town. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, but yeah, he just straight up asked me, what do you think about should trans people be allowed in sports? And it's like, gosh dang it, dude. Really? Really? Because, <laughs> like, I... I what what I'm you know I'm not gonna say they shouldn't be allowed in sports. I'll be honest, like you know I I get 
that there are concerns about it and I think those are valid and should be addressed, but don't do it in such a way that you invalidate someone's identity, who they are as a person. And um, I don't know. After reading people's testimonies on that, it's just like, yeah, I have, I have no, um, there's no doubt in my mind that, um, that gender is a spectrum. In fact, biology, biology supports that pretty well. You know, there's more to the genetics than that X, Y we were taught in high school. Um, but like here, <laughs> here we are at a nice family dinner and it's just like, dude, I don't, <laughs> it's not my job. I don't want to be the one. I don't want to be the only one thinking this way, saying these things. I'm going to be crucified, and I don't come back in three days. Mm. So yeah, just saying to anyone out there, to anyone out there who is in a similar situation, you know, maybe maybe it's worse than being an atheist. Maybe you're becoming a Buddhist. Or, you know, maybe you're maybe you're coming out of the closet for whatever reason, whether whether you're gay, whether you're trans, just saying, uh, yeah, that sucks. That's way worse than my situation. <laughs> way worse than what I have to deal with. And, um, you know, that's um, I, I actually wrote a song. It's called The Outcast. I performed it at the cave last time I was live. And it's basically about. It's 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 a combination of my experience being afraid to come out of the closet and stories of other especially LGBTQ kids coming out of the closet uh, that fear of um of being an outcast. It's not fun. It's not fun. But yeah, that's one of my favorite songs that I've written recently. Um and I'm re I'm really proud of it. It's going to be the uh, title track of the EP that's going to come out. December is the goal. December is the goal, boys. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Aiden, for that wonderful uh, topic, discussion, suggestion. Love you, man. Don't go changing. Thanks for thanks for <laughs> snooping around my stuff for... I wonder how long, he said, work when you were doing your creation song. I mean, like, the podcast was going on as recently as five, six years ago. Like, you know, that last video thing so it's just like it's it's quite you know it was it's it's still possible though it was all still up maybe he found me on youtube and it was just like oh this guy's an idiot watch vincent's oh this guy's an idiot proceeded to watch me develop into a man and um yeah uh it means a lot that you have uh you have stuck with me so patiently and never left a nasty comment. I am impressed. I was actually looking through a comment the other day. I posted on Facebook to make fun of. Like an asshole. But I still do it now with people I disagree with. So maybe I haven't learned anything. Um, but uh, it was basically just like a guy. He was so sweet with how he presented it. Was just like, hey, your storytelling is developing really well. I'm impressed with, you know, your video stuff. But, like, man, you, you got to stop because, like, if the atheist forums find you, they're going to tell you a new one. You're going <laughs> to – your arguments aren't going to stand up because they got – and I was just like, they didn't sound like arguments. Why don't you say why you think God exists? God doesn't exist. And, uh, honestly, in hindsight, um, I'm glad I thought twice about replying to comments. I'm glad I was careful with stuff. But also, uh, I don't know. I know that I've – um. I know that I've supported things and said things that, you know, 
some of them some of them were harmless some of them were hurtful for individuals and some of them were hurtful for society in general and uh, I would just like to offer my sincerest apologies but I'm not going any further than that because that's how beliefs work that's how beliefs should work they shouldn't be attached to you they shouldn't define you as a good or bad person your actions do that yes words are an extension of your actions but if you're it's just like this guy that this video is going viral of him approaching these women being like the hell are you doing wearing these two pieces there's six-year-old boys over here it's like gosh dang it dude <laughs> your kids will be fine unless you subject them to this kind of objectification in which case <laughs> they will feel guilty about literally everything they do ever and they will never be able they will never be able to have an orgasm without pangs of guilt. So, um, maybe, uh, stop? <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, you know that this guy, it, it's hurt people hurt people. This is somebody who's who's been hurt before, who's felt guilty about feelings that humans have naturally, that humans are supposed to have in order to breed. And he's, he's felt guilty, and now he's projecting that guilt onto these women. And it's not it's not cool. But at the same time, sometimes, well, you know, somebody that old, I'm sure, would have a lot harder time changing. But, you know, I've seen a lot of pastors recently being like, hey, we've said some shitty things towards girls about how they need to cover up their body. And then we've said nothing to boys about how they need to curb their actions just because their boner is going wild. It's like, you know, maybe jack that boner off, boy. Maybe jack it off a little bit. Jack that boner off, boy. Now you're thinking straight. <laughs> or gay. I'm not going to judge. I'm not God. I won't throw you in hell. Last me, ask me to. That is another thing, right? Um, Something my dad always would say would be like, you know, he, he was a big believer in the Paschal Wager. Where like, well, if you're wrong... Then you know that's it. You you got a big there's a big price to pay, and it's just like I don't I don't believe it. It's it's like is God really gonna respect an honest an an honest skeptic over a um someone who just blindly believes just to avoid hellfire? Is that and and is that really the society you want? Is that how you want everything? Yeah, how you want the world to go? You just want people to blind to just blindly accept something without question, and then it has to be that one thing. Uh, these, oh my god, I'm sorry. This is making me emotional. But every every fucking Sunday, every uh, every Sunday, I hear some bullshit about how I can't believe anybody would would not see. How much better society would be when you follow God's teachings. Like, really? Yeah. I'm sure it was much better for all those gay people in the 1800s that were murdered. I'm sure it was great to all those black people you lynched. We're just following God's teachings. Slaves should be subject to their masters. That's what Paul said. Uh, and you're like, you're taking it out of context. Like, well, they didn't think so. Maybe you're taking it out of context now. You ever think about that? No, of course not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, 
Many of these people are lovely people, and most of their actions aren't bad. But, oh, my God. Oh, it wears me out. It wears me out to no end. And there's... That's the thing, right? I go to church to support Jana. But some of this shit is really hard to support. And I think that is the biggest... That's the biggest strain to relationships. Is that it's really fucking hard for two people to believe. Two very clashing things. And to individually support things. Like what? Am I going to give 10% of my money to like, you know, LGBTQ teen support groups? Like, um, what's that one? What's that one? The Trevor Project? They're great. Go support them. Um, am I going to do that while my wife is, you know, spending 10% of her income to support, you know, transphobic legislation or, you know, religious groups that, uh, that, um, that discriminate against people because they're gay, you know, am I, I, I don't know. That's the thing, right? There's a part of me that feels like this can't last. And that's, again, this is just my, this is just me giving myself therapy. Don't, don't, don't feel like you need to be like, really, you, you, you need to get, it's like, come on, dude. Really? I don't need to, I don't need to get out. I don't need to find my own, it's like, there, that's a thing. The reason that I came out of religion was because I was going to be a dad. Am I then going to throw that away? The main reason that I don't believe that anymore? You know, because I felt like there was a responsibility to, you know, if I was going to tell, if, if, let's say, let's say that my kid turns out gay, which, you know, there's what, an 8% chance of that? It's a possibility. Um, point being... If I was still religious, I would. That would be my duty to be like, son. No, you got to, got to take you to conversion camp. Get a, got to show your boobies, show your boobies until you think women are hot. What do you think about dick? No, <laughs> no dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's the thing, right? That is the thing. Is um, you know. There are, just like in Pascal's Wager, there is a major, um, there's a major downside to, um, the, a, a major price to pay for, for not believing this. There is also a major pot price to pay for other people if you do believe this stuff and then organize your society around these antiquated ideas. All of a sudden, you're taking people's rights away. You're saying that gay people can't get married, which, if you don't wonder why that's a problem... Is because then they have no legal right, and then you know their families can come along and say, "Hey, we're taking this house now that your partner died, because we never like you anyway." You know. Whereas if they're legally married, the families can't do that. The uh, other partner, the living partner, gets the house and can live in the house. Oh, that's it. You know. So that's that's the bottom line. Is you? It's. Pascal's wager goes both ways, you know. And if if you're if if I was going to spend my whole life being a bigot, I I I knew I knew that wasn't an option. And honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I apologize to liberal Christians. You're doing God's work, you know. But for me, that wasn't an option because when I read the Bible, I don't think I I I agree with the most right wing Christians. Yeah, according to this. According to this, gay people are going to hell. According to this, yeah, I, I agree. 
according to this, that's why I don't believe this. Because it's wrong. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of people, maybe there's people still listening now, who are like, Finny, don't you realize what you're doing? You're perverting the youth. You're dangerous for children. And, uh, that's, that's, I'm gonna be honest though. It go, you know, I, I feel the same way about you, but I still love you, and I still don't listen to your podcast. And here you are listening to mine, like a loser. Wow, 56 minutes, boys. Well, I guess, yeah, 56 minutes. Sorry, I was trying to remember how long I waited at the beginning after recording before I started talking. Because <laughs> you guys don't hear that part. I cut it out when I take a sip of my beer. All right. Anyway, let's get to recommendations. Recommendations! We're gonna go over an hour on this. What do you know? Oh, thank you, thank you again, Aiden, for that question. That was a fabulous topic. Um, I have not been that mentally stimulated for a long time. Let's get into... I got a couple albums I'm recommending this week. One is an old They Might Be Giants album called The Spine. And, uh, you know, it's got their song Experiment on the Film on it. It's great. Uh, it's, it's a great album. It's from 2004. Wow, that's not terribly long ago, but... I guess it's coming up on 20 years. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun album. I love They Might Be Giants. I have been re-listening to a lot of their music recently. And they are still fabulous. They are great. Um, the other album is, uh, I expected it to be right here. Oh, oh, right, 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 almost forgot. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Maybe You've Been Brainwashed too by The New Radicals. This is an album from 1998, but it sounds like a band from the 70s or 80s. It's just, their music, their musicianship is so good. The leading guy basically got this band together and then did one album and then disbanded it to work on production. And honestly, smart move, dude, because you're going to make, he probably made way more money producing over the last 20 years than that band would have made. But... It's such a, it's a good album. It's a great album. I'm not going to, uh, there's a song that I like best, but that's just because it was like their single kind of thingy. It was their hit. Um, but I'm not going to say what it is because you, you'll probably know once you hear it. But bottom line is just go listen to the whole album. Listen to the whole albums, guys. Just Spotify is not that expensive. Get it. Listen to all your, fa- go to your favorite like songs. Find the album it's from. Listen to the whole album and be like, whoa. Katy Perry had all these songs I didn't know about. Like, that's right. Because the way the music industry works is messed up. It's not right. <laughs> one song out of, like, one or two songs out of an album is not enough to get, to get the, the, across how good, you know, how good of a musician somebody is. And it's frustrating that that's how it works. And honestly, it's not that hard to change it. All you do is release more singles. Or promote more singles to radio play. They could, you could, you wouldn't even have to, you know, release them as singles. It probably would objectively be better though, because, uh, you know, and that's been on the uptick. Like people, people have been releasing more singles. I mean, just like, just like, um, I think that I, I think that, uh, what's her name? Billie Eilish, and her brother Phineas. They are geniuses at music and music promotion because they know how to like they release singles then they release the album together and it's just like that's how you do it dude because now all these individual songs are all recognized for what they are individual good songs and then they're all put on the album you can buy the album stick it on your butthole all right i don't know why but uh, i've been 
I have been going off in this last half hour. I did not expect my brain to be stimulated so much. All right. So, yeah. New Radicals. They have released one album, and it is fabulous. I loved it a lot. Um, and, uh, honestly, it's inspired me for, like, what kind of band sound I kind of want. Because, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's perfect. It's a, it's a really good combination of, like, 90s rock, kind of alternative rock with 70s pop. And I think it's fabulous, but uh, who am I to say? All right, moving right along. A last recommendation of this week is excuse me. It's a show from MTV back in the '90s. It's called Daria. It's not fabulous animation by any means. Pretty uh, similar in quality to like all the MTV you know cartoons like Beavis and Butthead, but it's just like it's nice to see an adult show. That isn't all about, like, you know, gross shit, you know? Don't get me wrong. I love Rick and Morty. But, uh, this show is just, like, delves into serious topics in such a serious manner. And, like, I love the character of Daria because I can tell she would be somebody that I'd relate to <laughs> if I had went to school. And somebody I would have enjoyed as a character when I didn't go to school back in the olden days. Except that she says damn at one point. So I would have been like, oh no, god damn it, mom. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's so well written. It's such a great show. I don't, it, it had a lot of seasons. It had like, what, five seasons, I think? Maybe seven. How many seasons of Daria are there? Five, five seasons, yes. Yeah, so it's, um... It was released in 1997. You're my birthday. Why would you know about that? It's so weird having shows like that released in the 90s and being like, wow, this is so applicable today. And honestly, it's made me think about things differently because, like, I think I think that the character of Daria reminds me a lot of how I approach, like, my life now where it's just like, yeah, system's messed up, system's corrupt. Am I going to do anything? No, I'm just going to complain about it like a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like an idiot but I'm gonna keep harping on it in hopes that if we can all get together if we can all come together come at the same time just all of us come just come come now come one come all come on my face <laughs> sorry if any older people are watching I'm like what is the boy talking about are we coming together are we coming on his face I can't, I can't go in two different directions. <laughs> uh, I would just like to point out that a uh, lager is not a heavy beer. Therefore, I am not drunk. I'm just regular stupid. All right, boys. That was the recommendations for this week. Go check all that shit out. Um, I think that's it for the podcast. We went over an hour. Congratulations. Longest episode for a long time. Uh, don't expect it to last. Because, uh, you know how that goes. So anyway, as always, thank you so much for tuning in again. I love you guys. Love yourselves. And I'll see you next Friday. Have a fabulous weekend. And bye.